Hello, ladies. Calvin here. How are you guys doing today? Well, I hope you're having a great week. Uh, today, we'll be looking at how successful blogs use these uh, 20 different tools to get the results that they need. All right. So I've actually grouped these 20 tools into five different categories. So we'll be looking at uh, writing and creation, uh, engagement, um, video, um, plugins, and as well as design. All right, let's get stuck right into it. So when it comes to writing and creating, so as you know, when you write, uh, writing uh, blog posts on a regular basis, the first thing you need to do, obviously, apart from deciding on a topic um, and the keyword research is to actually write about it. So in the category of writing and creation, I have outlined here six really important uh, tools that you need to consider when um, writing um, your blog posts and to make sure you are one of those successful blogs uh, on the market or in your specific niche. So, um, as I mentioned before, before you actually start writing the blog post, you probably need to do some keyword research. And in that category, I have two different tools that I use on and off, um, probably every week, uh, at least once a week. Um, one of them is called Word Tracker, and the other one is a Keyword Planner, the Google Keyword Planner. Obviously, the Google Keyword Planner is free, and then we have the Word Tracker, which is a paid one. And it allows me, uh, the difference is, obviously, um, Keyword Planner gives me, um, like, for example, the amount of monthly searches. It also gives me keyword ideas. Uh, it gives me the amount of competition. But it doesn't actually give me the commercial uh, or the viability of that particular keyword. That's where the Word Tracker would come in and give me that information. Still, under the Writing and Creation section, we have... Um, something called uh, your headline analyzer as well as the HubSpot um, blog topics tool. I find these two are really, really helpful um, because the um, HubSpot blog topics tool actually helps me to come up with um, possible topics that I can um, speak about. Although I don't use the topics as is, I sort of, um, because the topics actually don't give you, don't include the keywords that you'd like to use in in the headline. So I use that just to, to give me an idea of a topic. But then the head, headline analyzer by CoSchedule actually allows me to um, judge the, what the word, what's the word I'm looking for? The attractiveness of that headline so if it is um people would people would actually click through that headline um giving me it gives you a score basically against that particular headline um two other uh, tools in that category are grammarly um which obviously checks to see that you have the correct grammar um for the podcast transcripts, obviously that wouldn't come in really handy. Obviously, it does check for grammar, but the um, t the quality of writing is not going to be the same as me sitting down and writing an article, whereas a transcript is just the way I speak. 
And then finally, and most importantly, we have Buzzsumo. So Buzzsumo is very handy because it allows me to write on trending topics. So you see how this comes in handy. So if you have an idea of a topic, which is given to you by the HubSpot blog topics too, but to get something more trendy, you go to the, um, the Buzzsumo tool, which actually gives you what's trending, what's popular, what's popular, especially around the social media. All right. So that sort of covers off the area for writing and creation. So these are the things that you would sort of, or the go-to places you, you go when it is you want to actually, um, before you write the blog post and then when you write it to just check to see um, if it's uh, grammatically correct. So next up we have um, design. So in design, this probably comes in handy before, well, actually it can come in handy before or after you um, create your actual blog. So as you can imagine, your blog will sit on a website and you need to make sure you have the correct design first before you actually go ahead and write up the blog post itself. Um, so yeah, this comes in both before and after because if you're pinning to Pinterest or sharing your blog post um, to Twitter or LinkedIn or Instagram, you need to have really good graphics on that as well. So here are five tools that covers, covers off both the creation of your site or your blog, as well as um, creating the um, graphics for each blog post when you've when you've actually written the blog post itself. So, in the design category, one of the one of the um, tools I use really frequently is um, a um, theme called Thrive Themes. Bit of a tongue twister. Say that five times. <laughs> So Thrive Thrive Themes um, is really handy for me because it helps me to really create landing pages on the fly, to create um, split tests for um, opt-in forms, to um, do... Uh, trying to think what else it does it does a, a whole lot of things i just can't remember it all right now if you have a, a, a limited time offer um it also does exit pop-ups it does you know there's a lot of things that it will actually offer you that's why i really like it it's really handy um that it's all all of these things in the one theme um i know there are obviously lots of other themes out there that you could be using that's free so if it is you're now starting off, I'd advise you to look for one of the free themes until you can afford um, something like Thrive Themes. I think it's, um, trying to remember, I think it's 30 something dollars a month, but you pay quarterly in advance or you can pay annually. But I find it really handy um, for if it is you want a professional looking theme with landing pages and the ability to, especially when it comes to creating your brand, and making sure that the, the team matches your brand colors um, and your fonts and all of that, this is the one that you want to go for. Um, like I said, obviously, there are many of them out there, but this is the one I use. I've obviously used many themes in the past. This is the one I prefer. Uh, next up, we have Creative Market. So Creative Market is really good um, if you're looking for 
um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, templates for your pins and pins for your Instagram post or Facebook, um, post. You could, you can find a lot of, um, templates there. It's also good for, um, what's the word I'm looking for? For fonts, they sell fonts in there as well. Um, and also really good is, you know, the, um, uh, content upgrades that you do on your website. So when you want, when you have all these opt-ins and people to opt into your, um, email list, you create these freebies. Um, there are templates on there that will help you create, um, checklists, ebooks, um, worksheets, workbooks, etc. Next up, we have Photoshop. Goes without saying. So in order to, to take those templates that you buy and the thing that something like Creative Market and to tweak them according to your particular requirements, um, Photoshop is really handy. Um, the pay, obviously it's a pay tool, but you can also use Canva, which is free. I personally prefer Photoshop. I've used Canva many years in the past and I really like it, but for my pins on Pinterest, I prefer to use Photoshop. I think it gives me more control. Uh, but like I said, feel free to use Canva. And the next one up was I was going to talk about was Canva anyway. It's really handy because it gives you um, the ability to do things like infographics. They have templates for nearly every um, uh, social media post, as well as flyers. And, you know, it's really obviously much better than Photoshop if you want to find all of these existing templates out there. And then we have smart mockup. So when it is you want to create a mockup of a book, um, or any kind of, um, published material, published material that you have to have that sort of look to it, um, smart mockup is, um, the one you'd want to go for. And that's all of the others, all of the bits that's covered in design. Um, if you're using wordpress.org where you actually hosting your own blog, um, here are five plugins that I would recommend, um, that most successful blogs, um, that I've seen out there that they've used. Um, first up, we have, um, the really simple SSL, secure socket layer. So as you know, I mentioned possibly in last week or the week before that Google prefers to rank sites that have SSL a standard secure socket layers. It just gives you an added level of security and gives the person visiting your website that added le- 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 uh, level of security in your site, the belief trust in your site. Especially if you are in the e-commerce space selling products, um, you would want to make sure that you have a, a secure site so that buyers feel free to put in their credit card details there. Uh, Next up, we have Pretty Links. So Pretty Links is really good if you want to track um, what your um, visitors to websites are clicking on, which links, which ones are getting the most traffic and click-throughs, etc. And it's also good for um, putting in your affiliate links. Um, I use the free version for now, um, but there's a paid version available. Next up, we have uh, Milo Tree. Really, really Great tool, it's only nine dollars a month. Um, it's really handy for getting uh, incre- increasing the amount of followers on your social media sites as well as opt-ins to your um, 
email list. Next up, we have Yoast SEO. Um, I mentioned this already last week, but I want to make sure I included it in this week so that you know that most successful blogs or they use it. And the reason why they use, oh, I tend to use Yoast and other people tend to use it because it really gives you um, granular information about um, the SEO, how how optimized your SEO, your how optimized your blog is for SEO rankings. So it checks whether make sure you have images, external links, internal links. Um, make sure your images are labeled properly. Make sure you have um, a good density of keywords on your blog post. Um, make sure that you have your meta description, the keywords, the meta tags. You know, it just makes sure that it's absolutely optimized and that you have a rating of uh, good, which is the green light when it comes to actually editing your blog post before you publish it so i really appreciate it a lot and if you want your blog to be one of the successful blogs out there i suggest you use that and then up next we have in the last and not least in the plugin section is the social warfare now i only started using it recently and it's actually quite good um it's especially we use it obviously in conjunction with your social media um, uh, profiles. So your Instagram, your Facebook, your Twitter, your um, in, your Pinterest. Once your pins are being repinned or people liking your, your page or post or whatever it is, any kind of social media activity, the social warfare would track it and it also puts the um gives gives your readers the ability to interact with your post um by you know repinning it following it liking it sharing it that kind of information out there so and comes highly recommended by a lot of my peers in the blogosphere so to speak so if it is you want to have a successful want to be one of the successful, successful blogs out there don't forget the social warfare plugin for your wordpress.org site. Next up, we have engagement. Um, so there are three tools I use in here. Um, first up, we have convert kit. So for my email capture, I actually use a tool called or an email uh, marketing tool called, uh, ConvertKit, which is really good because it allows you to really create forms quite easily, build email sequences, do it, it actually integrates with um, my theme. So it integrates with not only my theme, but a lot of other themes out there. So the theme I mentioned earlier called Thrive Themes, ConvertKit actually links with that really well. So when you create a landing page and put in an opt-in button there, it allows you then to connect that button straight into your email form um, for ConvertKit. So one talks to each other. There's no need for sort of coding or anything like that. Um, what else is it good for? It, obviously, they have their own sort of landing pages as well as um, form designs. They're not as professional looking as um, Thrive Teams to be fair. But um, if it is that you just want something quick and ready done and dusted to do 
feel free to use the landing page that comes with Convert Kita Standard. Otherwise, uh, you can use, um, you know, either the ones in Thrive Themes or um, one of the other ones recommended on the market. Um, Thrive Comments. So this is a new plugin that comes with a standard with Thrive Themes. Uh, really good for taking um, your comments to a whole new level, allowing the users to um, take action once they leave a comment on your um, blog. So whatever the next action you want them to take, um, Thrive Comments actually allows them to go even further um, giving them the, um, maybe a, you can give them a discount or, you know, give them an added benefit of leaving a comment on your site. Um, then we have Thrive Leads and we mentioned it slightly earlier, but it's really, really good, um, to create all different kinds of leads. So whether it be in content, um, in the widget area of your site and the footer and the header as a ribbon across the screen, um, as the exit pop-up, you know, there's all different kinds of Thrive Leads um, forms that you can build using the Thrive Leads um, plugin that comes as standard with Thrive Teams. So last but not least, um, we have video. So first on that list, and you're probably wondering before I actually going to the, the actual items of video, why I find videos interesting is, okay, you've built your blog and all of that, but sometimes you just need video, like for your landing pages, um, or you want to put a video, like explain something, you want to put an added, added bonus of a video inside of your blog content to help the user understand what you're saying much better, like you do a, probably a screen share or whatever it is. So video can be really handy and you can use it as a content upgrade as part of your blog. And most successful um, blogs out there add um, other things apart from just um, the blog um, in as a blog text to their to their blog posts so you can add audio you can add video you can add transcript you can add a PDF you can add checklists workbooks and the list goes on but video in the video section I have here Facebook live so I recently started getting into Facebook Lives and I find them really, really good because it allows me to do exactly what I'm doing here of doing a podcast, but do it, doing it as a video in Facebook Live. So for, for people who prefer, um, a visual, a visual and they prefer to do like a, we can even call it a video podcast. I can, they can actually interact with, um, me via Facebook Lives. And the cool thing about Facebook Live is actually you can download it. Once you've actually posted already to Facebook, you can download it and reuse that content on your blog or in um, YouTube or Instagram for only, obviously, 59 seconds or 56 seconds. Um, for Twitter, for two minutes, you know, you can actually reuse that content. Uh, I have also here Vimeo. It's really um, great for if it is you want to... Um, give your users access to a, like a resources section where they can actually get access to that video and you want to upload that to your site. Um, one of the best ways is to have the video hosting separately as opposed to bugging down your, your site with heavy uh, video content. You can actually then do that through Vimeo and then um, through the Thrive themes, whatever theme you're doing, you can actually then embed that video into your blog post. Uh, Filmic Pro, so... 
whenever I want to shoot video um, outside of, say, for example, Facebook Live, I can I use a bit of um, an app on my phone, on my smartphone called Filmic, Filmic Pro. I think it's really handy. Obviously, you can use a generic um, camera app, but Filmic Pro, when I bought it, I don't know what the price is now, but I bought it, I think it was $10. And it's really good because it allows me to, before I actually shoot the video, it allows me to um, make sure that I have the correct lighting. Um, I can hook in my um, my mic directly, my lapel mic directly from my top into the camera, into the sorry, into the smartphone. So the audio will be very good. Um, it allows me to um, lock in the lighting on the screen as well as um, the uh, what do you call that? I'm looking for the the word for it. The focus, so it actually wouldn't go off focus no matter how much I move when I'm um, speaking during the video. I can just lock in that, um, and I can actually then, because it's available on my smartphone, I can sync that with my laptop um, and download it there. But the quality, the most important thing for me is the quality of the the, the video. That is really really good. And finally, I have LinkedIn Live. So I also started doing that there recently. Very good. Um, it's it's a lot a lot less scary than you think it is. It allows me to interact with my um, network on there. So I have a lot of followers, over 12,000 followers on LinkedIn. So it's a great way for me to interact with my um, network on LinkedIn. Um, again, I can download that video. Um, but it's really good because it... it LinkedIn loves um, the live video a lot, so it, it will actually gives you the chance to end up being in the LinkedIn Pulse. And the same with Facebook live videos. Facebook love live videos, and it allows you then have a higher propensity for people to actually watch at you or get a, even cheaper ads doing your, your Facebook um, videos. Um so the LinkedIn, just to give you a little hint, LinkedIn live video doesn't actually shoot, it doesn't actually go live to your audience straight away. It allows you to then, once you shoot it, to actually delete it or um, just put in text above it before you click um, publish it live. Um, do I have a preference between the two? No, because each audience is different. Facebook have a different kind of audience compared to, to uh, LinkedIn. Yes, LinkedIn is a business network, but you also have decision makers um having their actual personal accounts on Facebook. All right. So again, like I mentioned, these the these are the 20, actually I'll probably give you a bonus of five or so more tools, but the 20 or so tools that's used by most successful blogs out there to get the results that they want out of blogging. All right. I hope you found this really useful today. Thanks ever so much for listening. Don't forget to subscribe so you, can, you get notified when the new blog, new um, podcasts come out. Um, don't forget to tell your friends about it if you find it very valuable. And don't please don't forget to leave a comment. Um, let me know what it is you want me to um, present to you or to talk about in the future. This is a podcast for you. I'm, you know, volunteering my time to do this for you. Um, 
at no additional cost to yourselves. Um, so please let me know what it is you'd like to learn um, about blogging or business or podcasting or whatever it is. Leave a comment in there and give me some feedback, please. Um, and that's it for today. Okay. So enjoy the rest of your week. You're sorry. Enjoy the rest of your day and the rest of the week. Bye for now. <laughs>